Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. I'm Alessandra. And today we're talking about Annihilation. The, uh, you the said next. that so, like, happily, even though this movie is not a happy movie. Oh, no. This movie was scary. I, it was, I was scary. I was scared. I I, I, I was scared, too. It was really scary. That fucking bear thing? God oh, damn. God. That scary Okay, spoilers, stuff. spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Go see Annihilation. It's still in theaters. Uh, it is will it? be on Netflix. Yeah, I think it is. It it will be on Netflix um, because it is a Netflix movie. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, it is. I was wondering why the little Netflix thing showed up at the beginning. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what, it, what other reason would it, <laughs> would it show up if it wasn't for a Netflix movie? Okay, in my defense, this was on this was on the Plex, Alessandra. So who knows? I I thought I thought that it was just on Netflix and that someone had just recorded it like from Netflix. And oh, so that's okay. Why it was there? But, okay, because, that makes sense because of how we watched it. So. Yeah. Well, it is a Netflix Which... movie, so it will be on Netflix very soon. I'm sure. I'm surprised it's not on there already. Don't they usually just put movies straight to the thing? Maybe because it's still in theaters, they're not. I don't know. Oh, that's true. Well, I, uh, it was a scary movie. I think overall I liked it, um, but I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah, I'll say that I was underwhelmed. I was also just confused a lot. I was confused the entire time, basically. Um, I did, I did like Ex Machina, which is the director Alex Garland's previous film. Um, yes, I really liked that one. A yeah, lot. I liked that one a lot more, but I still, you know, I didn't think it was a perfect movie. I think it had really good drama. And, and you know, same thing with this movie. I think this movie had really great characters. And, and that's really where Ex Machina was great as well. And this one had excellent character development. So, yeah, I think I think I liked Ex Machina more just because there was a lot more character interaction like the people in this movie were kind of interacting as well but not in the same way they yeah. kind of just were existing at the same time and reacting to things they weren't really mm-hmm. they weren't really like meshing well they were kind of just there I um, yeah I think that might be the fault of the organization of this film where it, it, it keeps flipping back and forth between the past when Natalie Portman is waiting for her husband to come back and or like when he's about to leave and whatnot and their interactions and then what's going on inside the the shimmer you know yeah which which normally normally putting 
like layering a movie out to where things are not happening at the same time that's fine to do like i mean westworld does it amazingly and but it has to like tie in at the end i feel like yeah he just had it out of order for no apparent reason i agree like, that, i think it that th- there, there was, was no things. connection to anything really except for mm-hmm. like the after interviews i i liked the only parts i liked that it would jump forward to the interview was that she would kind of explain kind of what happened before it would happen yeah so that part made more sense, but the jumping back to watching their, um, Kane and Lena's relationship and her cheating on Kane at one point, that part just didn't make any sense. Like, why did you I agree with you. There? It was, like, because they had that drama in their marriage that it, I guess it was an added layer of drama for the fact that she was, like, going into this thing because she was, like, guilty that she cheated on her husband or... That she thought that, you know, she, I guess it must have been that, like, she had something to prove, like, how much she really did love him. I mean, it was, it was not very clear. I don't know, that that could be it. I also thought that it was just a general intrigue, because Lena, she is a, uh, a professor who mm-hmm. talks a lot about cells, and so, of course, this, the shimmer happened to be a lot of mutating, reconfiguring of cells. So that definitely, it could have been scientific interest. Um, But then she also, she says something, what did she say? She said, uh, she was talking to herself at one point and she said, like, Kane, I understand why you wanted to go in here. So like, maybe it was just the curiosity. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he did know about her cheating on him. And so he extended going into the shimmer to not come home like I don't know yeah yeah that's that's a good point and you know their marriage was the central um the main character's central importance like that was really a lot of like what was on her mind clearly through the flashbacks um yeah so I think that like the whole movie as a whole was just underwhelming for me because I not that I expected this great reveal, but I knew it was going to be violent. Like, I knew it was going to be kind of like they're going to get picked off one by one. Like, I just I just felt like it was too predictable in that sense. And I, I wish it was a little bit more intriguing. Like, I mean, I'm going to compare it to Arrival because, to me, it's a similar sci-fi situation where, like, a strong female lead is put into a difficult position and she must like overcome or figure out what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I, yeah, I think that Arrival did it a little bit better in terms of like the story because it seemed that really what was going on with Arrival was even like there was an added layer of the fact that it was like time was actually going backwards or that she could skip throughout history or whatever that that was like i think the best part of that movie whereas like this movie was really straightforward like turns out it's just an alien you know i I just didn't really feel like it made so much sense or the fact that it was just like so odd for everybody to understand you know yeah i had kind of wished that they even took the stuff that uh arrival did like putting in a bit more of that scientific stuff like working like they were in the shimmer to learn about it and i feel like yeah 
Other other than that one scene where they're in the flower area where all the flower um, plants look like they're in the shape of humans. And Emma Thompson is talking about, or sorry, not Emma Thompson. What am I talking about? Um, Teresa? Teresa Thompson? Uh, right. No, Tessa Thompson. Oh. Tessa Thompson. Tessa. Tessa. She is, she's the only one who spewed any kind of like scientific anything, you know? Yeah. Other than Natalie Portman looking at her cells every once in a while to see that it, she was in fact mutating. Yeah. But but that was, I mean, other than that, you're kind of just waiting in suspense for something else to attack them. So, yeah. it's So at that point, that really wasn't very exciting to me. I kind of wish that we could have learned more because we also don't even see the aliens until the last 20 minutes of the movie. Like the last, yeah. Yeah, but we, we knew that they were aliens because in the very beginning of the film, a asteroid hits, a meteor lands in this... Um, in this lighthouse. So clearly that's the, you know, ground zero of, of where yeah. all of this came from. And they talk about that, but it's just like, uh, so if anything, it was alien, whatever it was, whether or not it was an actual alien being or just something alien. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. So everything pointed towards alien at the beginning. So you kind of knew that, but, and I, I thought the aliens were kind of interesting. They were a little lackluster, but they were definitely scary. I was very yeah, scared. Yeah, definitely scary. That it, last it, scene in the lighthouse was insane. I mean, I was... When it got to the end of this movie, I was, like, on my toes because it was doing exactly what you shouldn't do, which is, like, go into the hole. You know, it's... What's in the hole, you know? It, it's, like... It, it kind of... It, it, was, it was frightening, and it, it got you, like, excited about, you know... The, the gravity of the situation and I, th I think it it was like a good ending for that and everything and like watching um the tape when she like Lena walks in and watches her husband blow himself up on the tape yeah. and then like his his alien like is there the alien that like was him like that mirrored him yeah that mirrored him like I oh my god that was like Wow, that was really creepy and scary and everything. Like it was such a yeah, creepy when the, movie. When the alien was was mirroring Natalie Portman, and when it started to turn into her, I was like screaming. Oh. I was like, I was like, kill it with fire, kill it, kill with, fire. it with fire, and she kills it with fire. It's like and then she oh. kills it with fire. I mean, I I did like how trippy this movie was. Like, yeah. When, even though a lot of scary stuff was happening, there were a lot of very pretty parts to the Shimmer, and and even just um just watching how there'd be just random rainbows everywhere and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know all the pretty new species of flowers and stuff get created and those cute little those cute little uh what are those like deer type things with the flower the yeah flower yeah and those like crystal uh trees and yeah those crystal trees were so cool i mean the i really loved loved how much the production and the art was the like it, it was beautiful and wonderful and definitely like an artistic film so yeah, almost like avatar like james cameron kind mm -hmm. of like it definitely reminded me of pandora yeah with like all of its colors and stuff and yeah. uh and but almost, like way more dangerous almost like, almost like thor ragnarok too like with those yeah. really bright like psychedelic <laughs> colors <laughs> and it made them still feel like they were you know tripping out like they were going crazy because it started to become them and they started to become the the world around them so i mean 
it made sense that they would go crazy and everything, but I just feel like they didn't prepare themselves enough for the fact that, like, it just seems like they were so um, naive about what they were going to expect. And Well, definitely, because especially since the first team had gone in there and it was just a several military teams. team. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, and they all just died, so they never, no one ever received any data afterwards about yeah. anything. So they yeah. still had no clue what was in here, and these people were going in blind. But Natalie, it's still a little confusing as to why she went in there, because she was she was just, like, forced into doing it, basically. Well, she and decided on her own, I think. She did, but it was, it was just all very quick when, when he had just gotten home... And then he was, like, bleeding from the mouth. Yeah. And then they, like, got captured when he, she was taking him to the hospital. But it wasn't then... really Kane. It, it was an alien. Yeah. So, so, so by the end, Kane's an alien, and she's, and she's just mutated, right? Or is yeah. she, like, slowly turning into an alien? I think she's I becoming know. them because, basically, their cells are changing. Their DNA is changing, I guess. It just, it wasn't very clear, but, like... You see, and that's, like, a, it's not fine. being clear. Not being clear can be fine as long as... Like, the ending was fine. I like the ending. Like, I thought it was fine. Like, they are clearly... They're the only living part of this alien now. Is Kane and Lena, you know? Yeah. And so... So, so when, when she burned the whole lighthouse down, did the whole shimmer disappear? Or was there still... Yeah, I see, think that's... it did. I think everything was gone. And like, because it was, it seemed like it was connected to it in some way. Like that was like the, the central hub. Yeah, yeah. I did like that part though when she was convincing the rest of the team to continue forward, um, even though she, she didn't believe in herself. Like that they were all going to survive. Like she really, really wanted to go to the lighthouse. So she was like, I think we should go to the lighthouse because I think that. That's the best way out, but, like, she didn't really believe that, you know? Yeah, and then it was cool seeing the counter to that when she was doing the post-Shimmer interview where he said, he said, you knew going forward was worse than going six days back. Yeah. Um, and so, I yeah, I like that that interaction where you saw the two sides because, again, she's a scientist and she was interested in seeing the whole thing through because, basically, her husband went insane doing this, so why not mm -hmm. finish what he started? Yeah. Um, cause he's now an alien. Right. But he, he killed himself basically. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's a, like, it's clear enough to me that that's like what was happening and everything. I just, there was just something about it that just, I mean, I liked it, but I didn't love it because I think it was just too violent for me. And I think it was just like, there just wasn't enough, um, like it was, it was violent and gory to where it felt like it was just an ordinary thriller film. Like it didn't yeah. have, it didn't have that something extra that made me think of it as something other than just a thriller just because. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, I did I, like, I would have liked some better scientific talk. I would yeah. have liked some, some better character interactions because it was all just very stale. I thought, I thought that like, I, I really like the concept that it's all women, that it's like the main cast is just women. Um, and all the women were great, but it, I think that like some lines of dialogue, I was a little bit like, that seems forced, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how yeah, to like put what, it. 
what was it? I, I didn't like a lot of what, what did she say? Um, of what Jennifer Jason Lay said. Y- yeah. Like, it, it seemed like, cause, cause she seemed a little off before they went into the shimmer. Yeah, for sure. And, and especially the way she talked, I was not, I, I didn't like listening to her. She just was very, she seemed like she was already high before going into the shimmer. And then she just like went really high. Well, she was like sick or whatever. So like, I did like, I think the only one who really made sense to me was that one whose daughter died of leukemia, Cass. Oh, the lady, uh, yeah, Cass. She Tuva. was great. Let's see. What what else is Tuva in? I liked Tuva. And then, yeah. God, that, that fucking bear, man. We oh. Just talk, we just gotta talk about this bear. So she she had she had the worst death, I'll say. Gina Rodriguez had a bad one too. Uh, Anya? Well, yeah, because they they both died the same way basically by this bear. Yeah, terrible. Just just this, this freaking bear. Oh my god, this that, bear was terrifying. It, it so was very violent by the way. Oh, we saw everything. God. Like I I don't know why that was even like I'm going to think about that bear ripping out Gina Rodriguez's, like, jaw for, like, the rest of my life. Like, it was just so violent and scary. Like, the only yeah, other movie and, that and really to... got to me like that was uh, World War Z, because that movie was also very violent and scary. <laughs> was it? I yes. I World War Z. Don't watch it. Don't don't watch it. It's just frightening. It's, it's just, just a lot. It's a lot of, like, scary situations and, like this kind of tone where everything is hopeless, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying that makes a bad movie, but anyways, continue what you were going to say. So this bear. <laughs> it, uh, it, it freaked me the most out when it, when it would mimic her scream. I hate when monsters mimic people. It's mm. the most terrifying thing. That and children. I hate, I, I hate in scary movies Things that mimic you and children in scary movies. Okay, well, so, there were two things that mimicked you in this movie, so you must have not liked that. Yeah, the, yeah, the fucking alien and this bear. Yeah, so, scary. Jeez, like when when they were all tied up, I, I liked that part too, even though it wasn't like, the most bloodiest, scariest part. But I really enjoyed that part because you know Gina, she's going insane, and you know they had just seen that terrifying video of the other of Kane, uh, Lena's husband, like, cutting into that guy because they mm-hmm. thought that his insides were moving. Well, they were. And, and, and they were. And <sighs> and she thought that that was going to happen to them, so she was getting very paranoid and scared. And so she tied everyone up. And, um, because she also found out that Kane was Lena's husband, which Lena, for some reason, kept this from them. I... I don't see why that had to do with anything, but she just kept saying, like, you liar, you liar. It's like, okay, sure. Um, and then, so she's yelling at them, trying to think out her insanity, which was really, which is really cool to listen to, because she would say, like, you know, if, if I'm insane, like, this is what's gonna happen. And if mm-hmm. you guys are all insane, then this is what's gonna happen. And then she heard the scream that sounded like Cass's scream, and yeah. she ran out, and then that bear was there because it was mimicking her. Yeah. And it, and then it came in and was, like, walking around the room, and I guess it attacked if you reacted to it, because I guess it wanted to basically steal your voice, basically. I don't know. I or guess steal... that's, that seems that's what it was, because it, it ate the, like, the box of 
the voice box of Gina as well. So yeah, I, so it, yeah, it seems like it takes it takes your voice. Um, I just and, and the last last thing you were uttering when it was killing you, which hopefully to it is a scream, I guess. Uh, uh, it's just so just so terrible and terrifying. Like I just don't. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I, just I don't know how Tessa Thompson scares. did not die when that alligator tried to get her. How did that? How does she not immediately die when the alligator pulled her under the water? You know. Yeah, I don't know because alligators are definitely fast, and if it, if it got her into the water, she wasn't moving very quickly, and it took Natalie Portman quite a bit of time to even get in there and wade into the water to get her. So I know I just there was a lot of things in this movie that I was like, like really, there's gonna be battery left on that like video camera. Like he died, he couldn't even shut it off. How is the video camera still working right now? Like I just. There were so many things that I was like, that doesn't make sense practically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but this is this is a movie. Like, I'm not saying, like, because it, it's a sci-fi movie, so you really can't take it seriously. Everything that happens in it is just, like, comes from the brain of um, Jeff Vandermeer, the writer of the book. So, um... Oh, this is a book? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I'm sure he really enjoyed the visualization of his book. I'm sure he did too. So even though Tessa didn't die from the alligator, I I kind of liked her death because she just yeah, turned into I liked her death but, too. Which which was interesting. I don't know if this has to do with what she was saying, but she was saying that the that the plants that were shaped like the people they formed like that because the shimmer was like moving them in that way and turning them into DNA but then she turned into that so does that mean the other plant shapes like people were people as well she said it's, something yeah I know because she, she said like the shimmer made it form that way not that yes. it was a person who then turned into that yes that is so that was a little, a little confusing to me I think that maybe that the idea that she walked over to like when when Natalie Portman's character walked over to see that thing that I think Tessa Thompson's character just kind of walked into the forest, but there just happened to be that thing there. And when Natalie Portman's character saw it, she was like, Oh, this is what she wants to be. She wants to be these beautiful flowers and made into somebody who can't, who, who like wants to, like I liked her death because she she willingly wanted to put herself in harm's way because she like she's the one who was the cutter she's the one who wanted to feel things and remember that she was alive and I think it definitely was like within her character's like depression to do this you know like it it just seemed like that's that makes sense yeah um but I, I think I liked her character the best because she was the only sciencey one. Yeah, I think so too. Her and her and Cass, just because they had, they had good interactions with Lena. Um, Gina was, yeah, she was I fine. Mean, she was, she was fine. They were all like just fine. Like even Natalie Portman was like, she's a great actress. Like I, I, I just 
she's fantastic. She's the main character of this movie. I just thought, like, her character wasn't, like, extremely strong. Like, again, I'm going to compare her to uh, the character in Arrival. She's the main character in that movie, too, but you feel more for her, I think, than you, you felt for Natalie Portman. Yeah, because Natalie, like, she just had her husband, who who through the whole movie we assume is alive. So you really don't feel bad for her in any way. And Well, you kind of feel bad for her, but it's just like, I don't know why I didn't connect with her that much. Yeah, I, I didn't feel much of a connection either. Um, but then, so who's, who's left alive? Dr. Adventurous? Dr. Ventress had very interesting <laughs> These people had very interesting names. Yeah. Ventress, Kate Lomax. Benedict Wong. Benedict, Benedict Wong's name was Lomax. I know. He's great. I love Benedict Wong. He was good. He was good asking those interview questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess before we get to basically the end, <laughs> do we want to talk about Oscar Isaac's character? Kane. Uh, Kane. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just hard it's hard to talk about this movie because there's so many questions I still have which and I keep wanting to compare it to Ex Machina because there was definitely kind of a cliffhanger and sort of a what if at the end of that yes that's what I was gonna say the same thing I was gonna say it's just like the end of Ex Machina where you're like kind of unsure what's gonna happen yeah because at the end of Ex Machina she just the the android lady uh, Alicia, she she goes out into the real world. Yeah, and they're like, "What what the fuck's she gonna do?" Yeah, it's I like, don't know. Oh, what's that? What's gonna happen next? Like, get you a, just get a don't job know. at Starbucks? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, go to go to college. It's like an <laughs> ending. Know. It's an ending with potential. It seems, but not an ending with enough potential for a second movie, but an ending oh, with yeah, potential. I don't know what, this... w- there must be a word for that. Because a- an ending with potential is like a lot of movies. Like, I just saw A Quiet Place. That had an ending with potential. Really? How was it? It looks really scary. But it looked it, good, it, but it looks scary. It's not that scary. This this movie was more scary, I would was it say. Really? It was just more violent. Like, I, I, I felt it, because in A Quiet Place, it's not like it's that graphic, really. You know? It's not like... Do you see what the monster is? Yes, you do. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I, I hate those parts. <laughs> you just go through the whole movie not knowing what the monster looks like. Yeah. Um But yeah, so so instead of instead of Ex Mahina being a movie that had potential at the end, this movie just felt like it had potential throughout. I don't know. It just it it had the story. I was intrigued with the story. But there were just some things that I wish were better. Even the layout was fine. I just wish there was more information. It definitely left me wanting more. And I think it could have done without the title cards. The what? The title cards where it was like part one, part two, part the shimmer. Yeah, I just I don't think that was necessary. Yeah, it didn't seem. It didn't seem that. Like what am I like that spread out to need those, like, you know, needing, 
Like you, like like a Wes Anderson film needs those chapters because you need to know you need to know what's happening next. I mean, I think they're more for like style at that point with Wes Anderson, but like that's true. This this one just didn't seem like it was necessary because it, it was trying to not be a thriller and just be like it's a sci-fi thriller for sure. Like I guess that's that's what it's under in terms of like it says adventure, drama, and fantasy on IMDb, which I guess. Yeah, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't really know how much adventure. In, I would have thrown in sci-fi and maybe thriller. It was definitely a, I think it was a thriller. Yeah, I, I would say that. You're on your you're toes the some, entire movie. You're missing some, some genres here, IMDb. <laughs> Get your shit together. Well, we could look at the meta score, which got a 79. Which is really good. I mean, I, I'm actually surprised it got this high. I, me too. And I don't know why. I, I saw that and I was like, why did I think that this movie deserved less than a 79? I mean, it, I, I don't know Let's what see. it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll change our minds. Maybe. It, I, so the highest, oh. I liked it. I'm not saying I didn't like, like it. I just, I don't know. It was underwhelming to me. I thought it was going to be more than it was. Maybe I just expected it to be better. <laughs> I, I think I did as well just because of how good Ex Machina was and how the character development was really good. Like, I just felt like these characters were just stagnant. Like, they weren't, they they were doing stuff, but they weren't doing stuff. Well, let's read the 75 from IGN. It says, Annihilation isn't always as consistently well executed or involving as it might have been. And it's told in a manner that robs the story of some much needed life or death suspense. But overall, it's a bold undertaking that doesn't play it safe and features some strong performances. Okay. Yeah. I agree with, like, that whole thing. Or involving as it might have been. Smash isn't always as consistently well executed or involving as it might have been. Okay, so there's the potential that it could have been. Mm-hmm. And it's told in a manner that robs the story of some much-needed life or death suspense. I mean, I felt like, well, yeah. Yeah. I thought I had I, enough I have, life or death suspense. But... I think so, but 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 they were just scary. Like I don't know, these people. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a little half and half with that statement. Overall, it's a bold. Okay, sure, sure, Jim. From IGN, yeah. Um, do we want to do another? Oh, these 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 gave it eighties. Oh, these are higher. Why? Wait, why is IGN the the last one when it's not the highest? I, I uh, it's a seventy five. Oh, what are you talking Whoa. about? Whoa, I am freaking out. <laughs> okay, is your is your phone on something or? Nope, nope. My brain's on something, but I'm good now. <laughs> All right. Are you sure like, you haven't get, gotten taken by the shimmer, Emily? I'm sure for some reason, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm freaking out right now. Okay, for some reason, I thought that the highest number should be at the bottom. For for some reason, and I've been looking at Metascores for a long time, so I don't know why that thought just came into my head. Okay. Anyway, with an eighty from New York Magazine, Vulture. So, is it whatever New York Magazine? To mistake Garland's secession of haunted house-like spectacles as acid, the place would be missing out on so much emotional work that he's doing. Yes! 
Although the squeamish should be warned, those spectacles range from mildly disturbing to gory and disgusting to absolutely terrifying. Yes! yes okay, that's, that's really true. It's it, 100% with this. Uh, uh, yeah. I just, I mean, I, I don't mind gore. I think I just, I don't mind, I don't mind gore when it's like in a more fantasy setting, like Game of Thrones or something. But I have a hard time when it's like about real people, like in this movie, it's about real people that take place today you know the the blood didn't bother me it was it was in the way that it happened like with this bear like there's just yeah. this situ- situationally what what was causing the blood like because because gore i'm fine no with blood is fine it's fine yeah, it's just fine. it's it was just the suspense violent it's violent that's that's yeah. what made it that's what made it very very terrifying was just god that fucking bear man i i can't i know it's gonna it's it, it's not I, just like a normal bear it's a bear with like this nose that like this with like a skeleton face skeleton like face skeleton face yeah because it's like a mutated bear so it's like a it's an even scarier bear than a normal bear which is scary and <sighs> when he opens its mouth it's a human scream which is terrifying so it, it, it's terrifying it's just so off-putting uh, uh. Okay, Screen Crush gave it a 90. It is tough, bleak, brutally intense, and genuinely scary. Not in the cutesy, cathartic way of most horror films, but in a way that what? makes you ponder the nature of existence and leaves you with a pit in your stomach. Okay. But not in the cutesy, cathartic way? I mean, I, I don't watch a lot of horror films, so I just might not know what, what a lot of the these what is it tough bleak brutally intense generally scary scenes I, I don't know i guess that might be true i i don't watch horror films i i try to stay away from those because yeah. they're scary um but i would say that this one is does make you think just like ex machina did like you know what really what is reality what is mutation you know you know what are we really made of just a bunch well, of yeah, cells I, I would have also liked if it had, because even though the Shimmer did have some really nice, beautiful scenes mixed in with the with the terrible scenes, I felt like the bad stuff that happened was was way way bad. Yeah. To where to where you wanted to think the Shimmer was a bad thing. To where maybe if they had kind of equally divided it up to make you think, well, can we accept this? this good from what's good with the little bad that's there or you know like make make you make you think about it because because right. by the end you're still wondering if these aliens were there to hurt you or if the shimmer was there to hurt you at all because i i know during um what's her name dr ventress's last scene you know she says they want to annihilate and take over but during the interview i don't know if natalie was just covering for the aliens but she said that she didn't know what they wanted but didn't dr ventress tell you what they wanted i mean it seemed like they were that the alien wanted to prosper in a way that every life form on the planet does as well which essentially Mm -hmm. is to take over its environment as best it can you know without I mean, this thing does not have any predators that can keep it in check. And in that sense, 
It's a metaphor for the human race. <laughs> Continue, Alessandro. <laughs> because it clearly is taking over its environment and changing its environment without any like actual predators to keep its population and its changing in check, just like the human race, wherein we are taking over the entire environment, ruining the environment, just changing our environment so much so that every other life form is being affected, right? Yep, yep. That's the point of the movie. There you go. Now it deserves a 100% Metascore. I figured it out. You know what? You That's found... the point of the book. <laughs> you, f- you, found, you found the underlying meaning to the universe within within this movie. I 100% so you know, it, I did. 100% that's what it is. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's now automatically better in my books now. It is, because it has that added element of this applies to... Because it is about cells, it is about organisms, living things. But, you know, it doesn't really talk about humans very much. I think if it did more, it would be more obvious to us. Um, mm-hmm. Because if there's no talk about humans and how we're affecting anything in this at all. But I just think that that's well, the possibly, point. Possibly. Because remember, remember in the very beginning when she's talking to the, one of her students, um, or no, she ends the class and she says, we're going to be studying throughout this quarter. The tumor. Um, can- cancer cells. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That that was clear. And like, yeah, yeah. So so there, there there's a direct tie-in to kind of what they were dealing with. She compared um, it basically it's, it's that's like comparing negative. it to yeah, it's a comparing it to a tumor. So yeah, but you you could also compare the human race to a tumor, if you wish. It's the okay. same concept, right? <laughs> yeah, we're all basically just one big tumor on this planet. Uh, yeah, so uh, just continuing to populate and spread everywhere, you know. So. Yeah, I think that's why I got a 79 minute score, man. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's see, any other good, uh... <laughs> but, uh we... <laughs> How am I the only one who, who comes up with these grand metaphors for everything? <laughs> I think of some good metaphors, too, like the one for Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just have to be in the right mindset, and and I w- I just kept thinking about that bear. It like messed up my mind. I couldn't, I couldn't not think about that. bear. If I saw that like on the big screen, I think it would affect me more. I still think there could have been a lot of potential in there, um, but overall, it was a very interesting storyline, and it and it was very beautiful. The 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 graphics were crazy, yeah. and that last scene with that with that alien like mirroring her and then smushing her against that door oh my gosh it was so scary i was i mean it's so frightening it's so scary even when J- jennifer jason lee's character like basically like exploded into a bunch of cells or whatever yeah that was also that really eyeball? scary yeah it's like, just was like that a, was that an eyeball i don't know what it was it was beautiful but it just it was scary and I just... It was beautiful and terrifying. Terrifyingly beautiful. Like, yeah. um, uh, Yeah. It was really weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> I probably won't be watching this movie again anytime soon. No, no, I'm good. I'm good forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would even be like, hey, you should watch you should watch Annihilation. Like, I don't think I'd even say that to anybody. <laughs> Just to would spare I? them. Uh, I, I probably would. I probably I mean, would. Yeah. If, they, if they're if they're if they're okay with scary, then yeah, they should watch. It. I think if I just not, yeah, then... I I don't really like say you should watch something like if it if it's a scary movie, no, not usually unless it's like The Shining or something. I was gonna say you tell me to watch a lot of things, Alessandra. I do, but not like scary movies. I mean, I'm not really a well, scary movie person. You, you told me to watch Get Out for a long time. Oh, but, but that's I, a I, great I, movie. I didn't until it was nominated. I didn't until it was nominated. It's not just like because... it's that scary, though. It wasn't, but it looked scary. I. It's not. It's not. Not like this. It's just not. I. I do it's know this. Completely different. If, if if a thriller slash scary slash horror film is ever nominated for an Oscar or any other big achievement i'll watch it that's that's my only exception <laughs> and then this movie and then this one yeah props um, to natalie portman she's cool yeah they yeah natalie doing doing a little doing a little side project doing a little i i don't know what else to say i just i, I guess that 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 bear oh my uh, god yeah, that's it. Um, tomorrow morning, I'm going to go see Infinity War. Um, so I guess after this weekend, both of us would have seen Infinity War, and then we can talk about it next week. Yes, because I am going to see it on Sunday. I mean, I think this might be the first Avengers movie that we haven't seen, like, Thursday night when it comes out, but... Or together. Or together. Well, actually, well Avengers, no. We... we... No, because when I when I left for college, there were some Marvel movies that we didn't watch together. Yeah, but Avengers is a big deal, and I'm really excited about it. And the only reason I didn't want to go see it on Thursday is because I have a movie pass, and I didn't want to spend the money. <laughs> you can't, you can't see it Thursday nights if you um, have the movie pass. I could, but it, it was all taken up, like all of the seats. Yeah, I know. This this weekend was crazy. I bought, since I'm going alone, which is good, I bought the last, the very last good seat. <laughs> well, Anne and I are going to go at 8.30 in the morning tomorrow to see this movie, so we'll definitely get good seats. You have 8.30? Dang, the earliest I could go was 11.30. My yeah. gosh. It's, uh, it's that's good. Fun. Very excited. Um, I'm super duper excited. Do not tell also me how scared. it is because I'm, I'm going to see I'm it not gonna, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Just don't talk about it. No. I'm not going to talk about anything. I'm way too busy. I'm going to be avoiding the internet until Sunday. <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, you can find us on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. We'd love if you would rate and review us on iTunes. That would be very, very helpful. Um, yeah, if there's something we didn't touch on in Annihilation that you noticed that we obviously did not like, please let us know. We would love to know what you guys think, what you guys thought of the movie. Um, you can email those. You can email those uh, comments to allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. Our Twitter is at bythepopcorn. 
And you can also find us on Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn and we have a page. We also would love to hear comments on that page as well as our new Instagram that I've been posting and it's been pretty successful. So please follow us on Instagram at All By The Popcorn. Yes. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.